Hello and welcome to our Top of Mind podcast. In this program, we'll sit down with a higher education technology thought leader and discuss the innovative projects they are working on now and into the future. I'm your host, Alex Freeman, Senior Analyst and Director of Membership Engagement at the Tambellini Group. I'm joined today by Dave Weil, Associate Vice President and Chief Information Officer of Ithaca College, a Tambellini Group member. Over the next few minutes, we are going to learn more about work happening on his campus. Let's get started. Welcome to the program, Dave. Good morning. I understand that you recently underwent a planning session where you addressed a series of what-if questions to plan for the future at Ithaca College. Can you describe what that meeting was about and what goals you hope to achieve? Sure, Alex, thank you. It was a very interesting conversation. So one of the goals that I think is important um, in our roles here is to think about what if, what should the future look like? And what are the implications of those technology changes and evolution on the services that we provide, how we're organized and our core technology infrastructure? So I wanted to create an opportunity for all of my staff to start exploring, just going you know, through the mental uh, exercise of thinking, well, what if such and such technology evolved in a certain way, or we, um, or students came in with a certain set of technologies or expectations. Um, so what if that happened, and then what are the implications for us in terms of uh, how we're organized, the technologies that we use, uh, our underlying uh, architectures? And uh, so we did this at a uh, department retreat, and it was uh, quite an interesting exercise. What type of uh, what-if questions did you explore, and why did you select them? Well, we wanted to uh, pick some questions that reflected uh, trends that we were seeing. So we were, you know, we've all had conversations with vendors. We're informed from readings from Ambellini Group or Gartner or Educause and just general industry trends. So we're trying to capture that. So an example of a what-if question uh, was, um, you know, well, what if all applications are browser-based? So therefore, you know, you don't need to install the application on the local machine. Uh, people just use a browser to access it. And, you know, obviously we're seeing that trend happening already. Well, what if we took that to its uh, endpoint? Um, what's the implication of that for our um, architecture and, again, our services and staffing? Another question that we explored is um, what if Alexa um, or Siri becomes integrated with our student information system or our ERP system? Uh, what are the implications for that uh, in terms of how people utilize our services? Uh, we also uh, explored uh, what if people are able to use their smartphones or mobile devices for all of their work? Uh, in other words, people would always have their computing device with them and maybe plug in to a docking station or uh, you know use a wireless device to uh, connect to a, a larger monitor and keyboard so what are the implications of that for the institution okay those sound like some uh, some great questions what can you talk more about uh, some of the examples and what you what you talked about what were some of the results from those uh, those talks sure so you know, as we start to look at our uh, infrastructure uh, and uh, get ready to do another wave of upgrades for how we are deploying applications across the institution and the endpoint devices, we really thought it was important to explore the question of, you know, what if all applications are browser-based? Uh, 
and um, with uh, you know the Google Chrome uh, product or uh, VDI virtual desktop integration and other ways for app delivery uh, some of the traditional models of a, uh, a fat OS uh, on the endpoint device um, comes into question and so the team uh, explored that and uh, you know what did that mean for the skill sets that we need and the technologies that we deploy um, you know none of these uh, questions were intended to come to uh, hard conclusions uh, but uh, gave people a different way to uh, think about um, their work and uh, the technologies that we're going to be implementing. What were some examples and what was talked about? Sure. Well, for each of the what-if questions, uh, the team really focused on two specific questions. What does that scenario look like? And then, um, you know, and what would the impacts of it be taking into account the changing expectation of our students. And then the other question that they tried to answer is what specific preparation should we be doing now, uh, next year, and then three years from now to help prepare for that scenario? So I'll give you an example. Um, one was, one of the what if questions was, what if Alexa becomes integrated with um, our student information system or our finance uh, and HR uh, ERP system? So what would that look like? Um, it might uh, really help with accessibility and ADA uh, issues. Um, there would be concerns potentially about security. Uh, you know, what type of data uh, would those systems have access to? How would that data be used? Privacy. Uh, you know, if your systems start talking out loud to you in the middle of a lab, there are issues there. Um, on the uh, more positive side, uh, the integration of Alexa implies a personalization and perhaps a machine learning that uh, builds upon what's there today. Uh, things might be more automated. Uh, you know, when you're using Siri or Alexa, um, it kicks off a whole automated series of uh, processes or events from a very simple uh, command. And so there might be more of that built into those systems. We looked at various use cases. So an example might be asking Alexa, what prerequisites do I need for that biology class that I need to take two years from now? And how can I work that into my schedule? You know, so you're asking more conversationally and then the system is responding. And then um, looking at what preparation do we need to do from an IT perspective, there are concerns about network bandwidth, about the programming that's needed, uh, data storage, security, privacy, and uh, also um, having expertise in user interface or user experience design and development. Um, and then also, how you know would you equip devices to uh, both uh, listen uh, to audio and be able to uh, respond with uh, audio cues? Uh, so it, it, that gives you an example of the type of thinking uh, and conversations that uh, emerge from uh, that uh, what-if scenario. All right, that's great. Uh, what other questions were you looking at? So another one was looking at uh, what if people are able to use their smartphones or mobile devices for all of their work? Uh, that implies that people always have their computer with them. And you know, students and faculty and staff are carrying laptops around uh, today, and each institution has its own uh, combination of labs and desktop computers and docking stations and things like that. But this was trying to take that out just even another level or another step. Uh, an example we used is uh, Samsung has their Dex pad, which allows you to take your 
Android Samsung Galaxy phone and attach it to a docking station, and then you actually have a, um, a fairly powerful uh, little computer uh, that you can use to do things with. So what if that was taken again to uh, the next level? And so what does that look like? So students or faculty would have these devices in their pockets. They, we might equip labs or stations around the campus that would just have large monitors and keyboards with some way for that to connect, either wirelessly or with a wired docking station of some sort. Um, we still might want to have printers around there. And what are the implications of that for our network, our uh, software that we provide? Uh, the skills that we need to have in terms of how people uh, connect devices or um, exchange information. And so what are the implications for the investments that the college needs to make in endpoint devices for people? What about predicting student success? Well, that, you know, is uh, something that a lot of institutions are, are doing, and there's a lot of development uh, in there. So, you know, we were looking at it from the perspective of, um, where does the data come from in order to make those predictions? And, uh, you know, what is the data and what are the implications for uh, how we would use that data? Um, would this influence a student's uh, career path or, or made path of uh, program or major uh, from there? And, you know, would it be inadvertently steering uh, students into certain areas where they may not want to go? So it was trying to look at and imagine some of the positives and, and the negatives. We also looked at some of the implications about impact on retention and privacy, about what data would we have access to. And then also, you know, obviously who would take these interventions or actions with the students based upon this prediction. And then, again, what infrastructure do we need to support all of that? And some of it came down to, you know, how do we architect a technical environment that allows for the free flow of data that is needed to uh, drive these robust um, predictive um, analytics? there. And that comes down to things like uh, iPad solutions integration platform as a service, uh, large data stores, and uh, other technologies that allow for that data to be uh, collected and analyzed in a way that uh, would drive a lot of these prediction engines. That's great. What is the result of the thinking that came out of those series of discussions? I think people started to get out of their their box somewhat and think about uh, things a little bit more broadly. It gave people permission in some respects to uh, explore in ways that they may not have. It also started to, uh, I think, connect some dots for some people about uh, activities that may have been happening in one part of the organization or institution and how that might influence other things. You know, in any organization, you really get into your uh, area of focus, uh, whether it's uh, looking at your endpoint devices or how you're deploying that or how you're working with data or network. And I think this provided people a more holistic view of where we need to head and what might be possible out there. So it was a good exercise. There was a lot of energy in the room, and um, I think that uh, it gave us some things that will influence some decisions going forward in terms of as we make decisions about uh, how we expand our or evolve our technical architecture. I, I think it sets some good uh, foundations for uh, further discussion. Okay, great.
To wrap up today's program, I want to thank Dave on behalf of the Tambellini Group. If you have any questions about what you heard today or want to learn more about Tambellini membership, please reach out to me at alex.freeman at thetambellinigroup.com. Thank you all for joining us today. <laughs>